Welcome to Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb, heard each Wednesday afternoon on 1490 AM, WWPR. And now, here's Chuck and Deb. Hi, I'm Chuck. And Deb. And welcome to Biker Life Radio. We're so truly grateful and thankful that you've joined us today. We've got a fantastic show lined up just for you. Biker Life Radio is for those who are inspired to ride and those who inspire others to ride. We are here to reveal the truth behind the motorcycle mystique and bring real life stories of biker lifestyles. All right, we've got some sponsors that we'd like to recognize today. Today's Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy out of Colorado Springs, Colorado and Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So if you're ready to crank up your engines, put your chins in the wind, knees in the breeze and seats in the saddle, then hang on and let's get rolling. All right, we are kickstarting the show today. Actually been bumped up to primetime. We are now Wednesday from 5 to 6. So be sure to let everybody know that we are now no longer at 4 o'clock. We are at 5 o'clock primetime. So you get to listen to us on the way home. We are really thankful that we had a fantastic weekend. In fact, before we go too much further, I want to acknowledge some of our contributing sponsors. We did a big raffle this weekend at Thunder by the Bay, and it was a huge success. And it was a win-win for everybody. That's why everybody was a winner. In fact, everyone that bought a raffle ticket was a winner. But the big winner in all of it was the Suncoast Charities for Children. That's where all the proceeds of the raffle went. But we could not have done it without our contributing sponsors. So, Deb, could you run down the list so that we can give a thanks to everybody right off the bat before we get started today? Absolutely. A big thank you to another broken egg out of Lakewood Ranch. Anna Maria Oyster Bar, Humanistic Astrologer Brian Hill, Cody's Roadhouse, uh, Dan's Mobile V-Twin, Hooters Out of Bradenton, Nicole Salon on Palm, The Ride Hard Saloon, Rossiter's Harley-Davidson, 60s East, Speaks Clam Bar out of Lakewood Ranch, Truman's Bar and Grill, and Wing House Bar and Grill out of Bradenton. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making the big raffle a big success. We really appreciate each and every one of you, and we're all grateful for those who bought the raffle tickets and those contributors that we had because it went all to a very good cause. Again, the Sun Coast Charities for Children. All right, we've got a fantastic show lined up for you. And a matter of fact, you want to make sure that you stay tuned throughout the entire show because there may be some people you know and maybe not. So there's Everywhere Eddie and the Squirrel. So who are those? Maybe some of you know who Everywhere Eddie is. Maybe some of you know who the Squirrel is. The Squirrel has been talked about on the show several times by Dutch Van Austin. So that's coming up right after Dutch. So you want to stay tuned. And go ahead and get your friends to start listening right now. Make phone calls. Put a post out on Facebook. Put a post on Twitter. Do whatever it takes. Because everywhere Eddie's coming up and also the squirrel, not to mention who's coming up right now. We'll give you just one moment to make those calls, get those posts out. Because who do we have coming out right now, Deb? Dutch Van Alston, the author of Demons Rising, the story of the Wayward Scout, book number one in the life behind 
Barr's book series. Okay, so he you just got through reading, Deb, his his most recent book. You were a beta reader for him. So what's the name of that book? Rebellious Youth, The Story of the Lost Child. Now, don't let that fool you because it was deep and it was action-packed and it was exciting. Okay. So you so, got to pick it up after so you, you read got, number one. You got things to look forward to. I'll try to pick up the, that uh, and start reading it myself. But in the meantime, here you go. Here's Dutch Van Austin in Raw in Unapologetic. Hello, everybody, from the sound stage of Dutch's Man Cave, located in his mansion along the sun coast of Florida. As stated, I am Dutch Van Alston. I am the author of Demons Rising, the story of the Wayward Scout. And you're going to have to forgive me today, although I am raw and unapologetic, it's mostly my voice today. I've been fighting off this little ridiculous bug now for about a week. I don't know what happened to the days where you used to get sick for 24 hours and it was over. You took a shot of whiskey and you took off on your bike and you felt better. Well, apparently those days are going for me because this thing has just lingered on and on and on as it has all weekend. So you're going to have to forgive me if I do a lot of breathing heavy. It's not an obscene phone call, I assure you. It is just me trying to speak. It's just like that right there. Uh, And if you forgive me if I cough, I don't have a cough button. The closest thing I have is Bubbles, who will put a towel over my face occasionally which she's had to do once or twice. Not quite sure why she put chloroform on it the last couple of times, but that's neither here nor there. So again, forgive me. We did spend the weekend by we, I don't mean bubbles. Uh, Chuck, Deb, and I spent the weekend at the Thunder by the Bay in Sarasota, Florida. Uh, For those of you who are not familiar, it was a very uh, hugely successful motorcycle festival uh, located downtown Sarasota along, yes, you guessed it, the Bay. But apparently some ne'er-do-wells kind of complained about the whole biker subculture being there all weekend and diminishing their property values and whatnot. So they moved it to Robarts Arena slash Sarasota County Fairgrounds. Um, it's a nice venue. It is. It's. I, I don't mean to minimize that whatsoever. But uh, it's really not by the bay anymore. We did have a good time. We uh, seemed to procrastinate a little bit, maybe the first two days, which is just kind of code word for we sat and drank and just laughed and had a great time. Uh, We did get to meet some people and we shook some hands. We took some video and all that kind of stuff. So we really did have a good time. Uh, I do want to congratulate Chuck and Deb for their new drive time slot from five to six. That is uh, a very good news for the show. Uh, people now have something to listen to on the way home as they're screaming and honking and flipping off everybody without a Florida license plate and maybe a few with a Florida plate. But uh, this new time is going to serve us well, and uh, I congratulate both of them for uh, having such a successful show where we have now been promoted, as it were. I'm going to do my very best to uh, prolong this segment as much as I can because this is a heck of a strain on me right now. And with every little syllable I take, I just wince in pain. And I just don't want to lose my natural charm within my um, sickness today. As I said, it was both good and bad. I don't know whether to cover the good first or the bad first. So I'm going to take a lesson from my old grandmother and just do the bad news first so I can finish off on a more positive note. One is, this was a festival, okay? You're talking about a plethora of 
men, overweight men who want to put their leathers on, ride their Harley for the weekend, and come and drink some beer and just hoot and holler, listen to the bands. It's some good bands, some really good uh, tribute bands, and they were excellent. Warrant was there. The actual Warrant from the 1980s was there Saturday night. But it is a festival. Food, beer, friendship, laughing, yay, all that kind of stuff. Um, the amount of security needed for a festival, and I'm just going to keep emphasizing that F word, festival, because that's what it was, a festival. The amount of security needed really, really was not mm, uh, proper. I'm going to put that. You really, on a festival, because that's what it was, a festival, you need a couple of deputies maybe walking through the area, uh, eating a little cotton candy and waving to people and saying hello. I understand that. You got to make some sort of presence. I get it. Um... But what they had was what we used to make fun of as a child. We, as Americans, used to make fun of other countries who had armed military presence in civilian areas. And that is really what we had there this weekend from the Sarasota County Sheriff's. We had not once, but twice, a passerby of a large vehicle with, I think there were six deputies dressed in without unmistakably olive drab military garb with machine guns just cruising the did i tell you again it was a festival the festival that's what it was it was actually a really disgusting display and we as americans do not need an armed military presence at a festival how dare them to even assume that the problems were going to arise where such a disproportionate response was going to be needed now, before any of you say, well, it's a motorcycle festival, there could be gangs there and such. Well, guess what? There were motorcycle clubs there, and they had the same problem they had at this festival as they did last year, the year before, the year before that. You noticing a pattern? There's never been an issue here. This notion that we need to prevent a problem by such a militarized presence is just wrong on all levels. So boo to them. They didn't impress me at all. Now onto the good stuff. I mean, the pizza was delicious. The Chinese food was delicious. The people we met were just absolutely wonderful. I got to see a couple of new little dogs. I got to hug a couple of women that I've never hugged before. Um, we got to interview some people that we never got to interview before. Uh, it was a good weekend. I don't really recall it too much because we did drink most of the weekend. Some of the high points that I do recall was the motorcycle show. There was some beautiful, Beautiful old pieces of machinery there. Uh, Phil from Rossiter Holly brought in a 1929 flathead or an F-head. I got to look up my stats here. I don't know. I, I think a 1929 was actually before the flathead. So I'm going to say an F-head. And it was just looked like it. I, all I could do is picture it in 1929 that it was on a showroom floor somewhere with some young salesman trying to sell it to somebody. It just fascinating. A bunch of shovel heads, a bunch of iron heads. I have not seen a lot of these bikes. I go to a lot of these shows because uh, I have the Flintstone bike and I have my own shovel head. And I usually know the the more popular motorcycles in these shows, but there were some unique surprises there and a lot of trophies. Uh, they did a great job of that show. I really, I really wanted to enter uh, my Flintstone bike, but uh, <laughs> the logistics of carrying the equipment back on Sunday was just... Uh, 
such where that just made that task impossible. One of the more unique stories, this is going to sound benign in a way, but it's kind of interesting because once you park your motorcycle, you have to walk probably a quarter of a mile to get to the vendors. I mean, by the time you park and walk through the parking lot, across the way and through the front gate and then down there, you know, blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. Well, while we were sitting there, this kid, I'm assuming he was a kid, walked up, he had shorts and sneakers on, but a full face helmet with his shield. So he, he never took his helmet off from the time he got off the bike. And he's asking if we sell radio equipment because he needed a Bluetooth. And I couldn't understand him. And finally, he lifted up his shield and said, I could understand him then. He needed a Bluetooth. I said, we, we don't sell radio equipment. But all I can think of is, why do you still have your helmet and your face shield on? I mean, it's 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 85 degrees. Do you plan on robbing the pizza place later or, or, or what? It was just an odd thing to do. I don't quite get that. But And although these events um, are a lot of work setting up, and I witnessed just how hard it is to set up as I sat there in the chair and nursed my drink and played up this whole sick routine as much as I could so I didn't have to actually do any of the physical work. Um, we do plan on doing more of these because they are a good outreach. We really do enjoy speaking to people out in the public and, and things of that nature and getting to talk to real people. And they are real people, and I don't want to go back to my diatribe on the uh, militarized presence, but these are the type of people that go to these festivals and they're not hardened criminals and they really didn't need to be uh, uh, viewed as such. So, cheers to the Sarasota County Sheriff's for what they pulled and cheers to the people that we met, the people that we got to speak to. The pizza was actually good. The music was good. The festivity was good. The venue was good. Whoever did the planning and planning, ugh, plotting and planning of this event did an excellent job. Uh, to put all of this together has got to be a difficult task that I would not want to undertake. I don't have natural organizational skills that would be needed for such a such a, a, a an undertaking. But uh, and I am starting to ramble a bit because I am hot, and I don't mean hot like I was in the 1980s. I mean hot as in I got a fever right now that hopefully is going to break very very soon. So I am going to cut my segment off a little bit shorter than normal to kind of uh, save you all from my rambling. Anyway, please hit like on my Life Behind Bars Facebook page, Life Behind Bars book series Facebook page. Uh, please hit like on Chuck and Deb's show and Biker Life Radio because uh, wherever it's happening, Biker Life Radio is going to be there. And remember, folks, if your wife asks you if she's getting fat, tell her no. She's just more visible than she was when you married her. And for my very sick and flu-ridden brain, from that brain to your ears, this is Yabba Dabba Dutch finally signing off and going to take a nap. Thank you. Man, Dutch, I feel horrible for him. He was such a trooper, though, all weekend long. He just stuck it out. He was there. He was present. He had a good time. And I hope he gets to feel him better soon and we don't yeah. catch any of that stuff. And he, he was so committed to you guys, to his listeners, that he actually got on and forced himself to do that. So way to go, Dutch. I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, one of the things that Dutch brought up, I felt very strongly about as well. It was about the show of force that was there uh, with those machine guns and the way they were out. You 
you know, I did have a thought, and even Deb, Deb and I talked about it a little bit. You know, even though, you know, let's say that maybe they were there to prevent maybe some terrorism. You know, there was Lou there from the West Coast Florida Writers, right. and Lou said, he said, you know, even if they, if somebody did try to do something, there's enough people there with firearms that they probably wouldn't succeed. So really, the show of force was there, whether it might have been for some type of terrorism or just whatever, I think it was ex- excessive. I'm I'm in total agreement with Dutch. Uh, I, I, I want to think positive about it, and actually the guys, when they went by, we did get some pictures, and they were throwing up peace signs. I guess that's... That's a nice thing, but to have machine guns riding around is a little, is a little bit strange. So I'm going to just try to look on the positive side and think that they were maybe there, I guess, protecting I us. It's, it's just that that's what the show is about. It's about the motorcycle mystique. And I feel like that, you know, we were being misrepresented. Like Butch said, this is a festival where people might not know where bikers stuff all that much. There's a lot of music. There's kids. There's families. So when they see something like that, what goes through their mind? And that's... That's, what, that's how it just sort of affected me. You got anything, Deb? Sure, sure. You know, the only thing I thought of is if there was maybe some sort of a call or an, a reason for them to be there, you know, I would I would have appreciated it to be more subtle. You know, come in a back gate, be subtle. Don't but just be wasn't. riding right through the middle of the event and down our aisleways where there are buyers and shoppers and lookers and people just wanting to talk and have a good time. Like you I said, mean, it was a festival. Let's put it this way. We met a young lady that wants to have a dance festival. And right. she invited us to come to it. I guarantee you they're not going to be out there riding at that dance festival. Anybody, any listeners want to take wages on that? Give me a call. <laughs> no. you, just hit us up on that voicemail. All right? So anyway, we're going to keep on moving here. We're going we're gonna to go ahead and get to an interview that we did with Everywhere Eddie and the Squirrel. So take it away. Here you go. All right, we are here with Everywhere Eddie at Thunder by the Bay, and we just saw Everywhere Eddie riding by. He was being chauffeured, wasn't you? How'd you, was, how'd you manage that, Everywhere? I was being chauffeured by Joe, my good buddy Joe Gleba, All right. who works here. He works for Lucy, and, uh, you know, I've known Lucy Nicandri for forever. She's wonderful. And, uh, matter of fact, years ago, when Thunder was back down on Main Street, yeah, that's yes. right, the good old days. The good old days. Yep. <laughs> I was the official photographer for Thunder for about four or five years. I never knew that. Yeah. That's great to know. Yeah, and then I uh, I moved from Sarasota, moved up north, and uh, kind of left Thunder, but I come back every year. And uh, this year, I um, had to come up because yesterday I was down in Marathon in the Keys. Right on. You got love that, man. (laughs) I went down for the Coral. I was invited down for the Coral Head Music Fest. And uh, they wanted everywhere Eddie down there. Absolutely. Who doesn't? (laughs) I went down, had a great time, and I said, well, this morning I'm on the bike and I'm at Thunder this afternoon. I left the marathon about 10 after 9, and here I am. There you go. We're so honored to have you here, too, everywhere. It's great. I mean, but, you know, before we got started, there's some things that's been going on with you that I thought it would be important for our audience, our listeners to hear. So they get the biker community here so they get caught up on what's going on with you and where you're at and what's happening. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, when I got out of the uh, golf cart here, yeah. I, you know, I said, I'm back. <laughs> That's what exactly right. his first words were, I'm back. Yeah. Well, I'm back. Uh, I'm back riding. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's great. You know, matter of fact, I'm on my new 2020 Road Glide Ooh, special. Oh, I haven't Ooh. seen it yet. Oh, what oh a boy. And I tell you, it's the first time 
I've had it up uh, high speeds. Yeah, okay. Coming across <laughs> Alligator Alley. I you almost love the smile on his face, right? Yeah, like you can't yeah, don't, off. don't tell anybody, but I almost buried it on Alligator oh, Alley. Oh, oh, how'd that happen? Oh, you know, I was <laughs> I saw that needle going up and the speedometer kept going up and it kept going up and and, and yet you kept on going, right? Uh, yeah. And smiling. Well, I, and smiling. I mean, he's got a you guys, you know, for listeners, he's got a huge smile on his face right now. Keep going. <laughs> you know, I saw it get up to 110, and I'm going, should I? Should I bury it? And I said, nah, no, I think I'll back off. And, there you uh, go. Backed off from 110. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Because you wow. want to get it later. Yeah, I'll, you know, next. <laughs> what was your goal on that one, Eddie? <laughs> next time across the alley. <laughs> there you go. Exactly right. Yeah, Give you gotta, something to go back for. Yeah, right? leave I a goal out there to achieve next time. But ride, that yeah. bike is unbelievable. Right on. So With, what color is it? Because last time I saw you, you used, to, you used to have a white bike, right? Yeah, it's still the Bonneville Salt White. Okay. Matter of fact, All right. it's a one-of-a-kind 2020 Road Glide Special. Excellent. It's the only one in Bonneville Salt White Fantastic, that I man. know of. That you know of. That yeah. works. And... Uh, and I've done quite a bit to it, mm -hmm. in, including the big fat front tire. Oh, love it. Which really, when you're doing high speeds like that. <laughs> which we know you do. <laughs> I tell you, you can feel the difference yeah. in the ride. It's amazing. And uh, when I was coming through Miami, uh, there were some wet roads because it was raining down there on and off. And sure. uh, that fat front tire, yeah. that grips the road. It really you hugs you good. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's really great. Well, that's fantastic. I'm glad you got a new bike. It sounds exciting. I can't wait to see it. And you're you've already got some miles on it. So how many miles? Uh, I just went over. I'm around 5,500. Good for you, man. I'm going to have to call and make an appointment for my 5K that's, service. That's, time. that's right. That's there right. Well, no I want to take a step back because where we started talking about the bike was all about Eddie's back. And sure. we just kind of jumped right over that. So yeah, Eddie's back. That's well, right. Eddie's back. Everywhere is everywhere. Again. That's good. You know, it's it's funny, but uh, back in uh, December, I had a, uh, a slight health issue, which got pretty scary. Okay. And it all started out with a, uh, a bloody nose, believe really? it or not. Wow. I had a, a couple of bloody nose uh, incidents two or three days in a row. Then it stopped. And uh, I went up to uh, wreaths across America, up mm -hmm. at the National Cemetery in Bushnell. Right. And I'm up there and placing a wreath on my parents' tomb. And as I stand up, my nose starts shooting blood. Now that's strange. Oh, I was scared. I yeah. didn't know what was going on. Fortunately, a good buddy of mine and his girlfriend were there with me, and she knew what to do. She said, Eddie, take your glasses off, and she started pinching my nose as hard <laughs> as she could. Okay. And she got the bleeding to clot. Oh. It stopped. And... Uh, well, to make a long story short, the following Monday, I went to see my ENT. And I'm at the ENT's office, and I'm explaining to him the bloody nose incidents I had prior to getting there the week before. And he goes, well, let's take a look. And he puts the scope up, and he goes, Eddie, you've got a, I hate to say this, but you've got, you've got a problem. Uh-oh. What do you mean I've got a problem? He goes, you have a major blood vessel in your left nostril that's leaking. And that's what's causing your bloody oh, nose. Man. 
So I said, okay, well, what do we do? Exactly. He goes, well, we're just going to cauterize it right here in the office. Not a big deal. Oh, wow. It sounds like a big deal. (laughs) I tell you. So two nurses come in. They bring in the machine to cauterize my nose. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, geez, I just came here for a checkup. And all of a sudden, it blows. And blood starts shooting out all over in the office. Oh, man. So the doctor looks to one of the nurses and he goes, this isn't good. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Just what I wanted to hear my doctor say. This isn't good. I didn't see that in medical school, right? (laughs) Then he turns to me and he goes, Eddie, you're going to be everywhere. That's including the OR in a few minutes. I go, what? Yes, you have to go to the OR right away because we have to do the heavy-duty cauterization on your nose. We can't do it here in the office. So I ended up in the uh, emergency room and then a few minutes later into the operating room. Oh, my gosh. So it was a long, uh, it took me about seven to eight weeks for for me to recover from that whole episode. That's pretty scary, man. I mean, because yeah. what was going through your head at that time? Oh, I mean, you know, I they're tell telling you. you all this stuff. You got to go in and get that done. And it was, I mean, it was scary. Uh, no doubt. And, and blood is scary enough, oh, isn't it? I tell you, I mean, I've never seen so much blood, you know, yeah. and uh, and this is the this is the best part. I went in for my post-op exam about 10 days later after okay. the surgery. And he goes to me, he goes, Everywhere, you're lucky you were here in my office when that nose Isn't that went. True? He goes, because if you were out on your bike somewhere, if you were out somewhere remote where you couldn't get help right away, mm-hmm. he goes, chances are you would have bled out. Oh, I man. said, what? He goes, yeah. So when I heard that, yeah, I, uh, I knocked on wood. Yeah. Somebody, and, somebody uh, was watching out. on his head right now. Yeah. yeah. Somebody watched out for everywhere, Eddie. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I'm here. And You're uh, back. I, I started riding about uh, two weeks ago. Right on. And I gradually, you know, little at a you know, few miles a day here and mm-hmm. there. And I'm building it up. And I had the opportunity to go down to Marathon this weekend. And I said, geez, you know, that's quite a long ride. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Well worth it. I'm up for it. <laughs> no doubt. And I did it, and here I am. I came back, and it's been a great weekend. Yep. We're here. And he's doing his best. He stopped by Thunder by the Bay. And oh, yeah. So Absolutely. glad to see him. It was like a treat when we saw you. That's why I had to yell at you. There's <laughs> <laughs> everywhere, Eddie. We Eddie, I got a couple of things. Yeah. One thing we should explain with a cauterizing, which is like a surgical sealing of a leak, correct? Yeah. Okay. Is it basically, it's yeah, that's a good thing. They go in and I guess they burn. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like burn. That's what it, I'm yeah. thinking of. It, one comment and one question. One is, the comment is when the doctor told you we got a major problem, what was your response? I sat there. I was like dumbfounded. Yeah, but you said, you said, how do we? Yeah, what do we? Oh. What do we? What do we? What do you do? Yeah, that's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's a, so yeah. When a doctor says oh, to you yeah. eye to eye in a waiting or in a patient room, you got a major problem. Yeah. and your response is how we fix that. I can exactly, that. This, exactly. This, we're already yeah. in problem solving mode. This wasn't yeah. good, but uh, but still, you were already in problem solving mode. Exactly. Always, you know, yeah. if there's a problem, you know, and people come up to me, I've helped people out. I was in Leesburg, and some guy comes up to me, goes. Hey, do you have uh, any Allen wrenches? Uh, my, 
<laughs> a pedal came off of the. And I said, "Yeah, okay, hold on." I open my saddlebag, I pull out tools, and the guy's dumbfounded. He goes, "Oh my God!" <laughs> You're prepared for anything. I'm, That's I'm, right. I'm always prepared. You know, it's well, the old my, boy scout in me, I guess. There you I go. My question to you is because I don't know you, I just met you, but what is? Where did everything or everywhere Eddie come from? Good question, Dutch. That's fantastic. Oh, my God. I oh, love here that. here we come. Thank you so much, Dutch. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I see it on your arm, but yeah. there's got to be a story you behind know, it. You know, years ago when I lived down here in Sarasota, I used to ride all over. And uh, then I moved up to the Tampa Bay area. And I, when I got up there, I started going to every bike night I could find. And I, you know, I, people would say, we see you everywhere. <laughs> and after hearing that, happens. after hearing that about a hundred times, yeah. I said, you know what? Everywhere and Eddie. It That's right. It works. together. Yeah. You I like know? that. Yeah. And uh, it kind of stuck. And here I am, you know, and I worked for Born to Ride. I worked for Full Throttle Magazine for a few years. Then I went to Born to Ride. I was with them for oh, just about four years, maybe a little over four years, being everywhere already. Yeah. But the thing is, I've traveled not everywhere, but almost. On my uh, 13 road glide, I rode that bike through 45 of the 48 states. That's Fantastic. virtually everywhere. And, yeah. Uh, all by myself. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been an amazing journey, an amazing trip, and, uh, and I love being everywhere. And now I'm back, and uh, watch for big things to come from everywhere. Eddie. I'm so looking forward to it, man. It's great to have you on the show. We're so grateful and thankful that you're back and you're doing well. And let me give you a hug right That's here right. on the air. Oh, yeah. All right, All right man. Yeah. Hey, so, I appreciate yeah. it. We are so honored to and have everywhere come at back Eddie on the show again. again you know? have you back. That's right. You're, you're, uh, like I say, it's an honor to have you here. We, we can learn so much from you, so we want to make sure that we stay in touch with you as you move forward. So. And in, in April, I have a surprise guest that's coming in yeah. from New Mexico. Okay. A young lady, Dee Jones, who oh. has written who has ridden all over. Okay. Matter of fact, she wrote a book, and it's a great book. It's called The 50 States of Consciousness. Oh, I like that a lot. And she's ridden through all 50 states, and I don't know how many times. Uh, she's ridden to Alaska like five times. Nice. And she's coming down to visit, and we're going to be bringing her around. We're going to be doing book signings with her, uh, bringing her around to different bike nights, and Fantastic. I'd love to get her on the show. Oh, heck yeah. We'd love to have her, no doubt about it. We'll, yeah, come, definitely. we'll come where you are, too, whatever it takes. We'll make it happen. Yeah, she's going to be here, I think, uh, the, uh, the first week of April, the first and second week of April. She's right on, right here on. For a couple of weeks and she's fantastic what oh, a yeah. what a gal i mean the female riders yes. in the area all yep. the diva angels That's all right. the stilettos on steel yeah i mean we're going to get all those ladies to come in and meet d jones because oh that'd be she's excellent an inspiration for lady riders i Absolutely. tell you she's amazing it sounds like it but you know do you have a venue set up yet for that or well we're going to be uh at burt's okay we're going to be at quaker steak for uh nice. the wednesday night bike night all right uh, she's, she just bought a new BMW, mm -hmm. so we're going to be going up to the BMW dealer in Tampa. Right on. And uh, so she'll probably do a book signing there, and okay. we're going to be bringing her around wherever we can. I and love it. I'm going to look so forward to tuning in and going out and checking you guys out. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely awesome. fantastic. And she's really excited. Yeah, and, I she can't wait to get down here. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Anyway. <laughs> Element OP. <laughs>
private jokes. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. I uh, love those private yeah. jokes. We'll fill you in a little bit All later. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll certainly stay well, in guys, touch. Thank well, you, well, while you're here, do you happen to know this guy over here? Oh. Oh, he knows. oh see what I'm talking about? <laughs> see what I'm talking about? So we got another uh, special, special up, guest here. There you go. There you go. You guys had to know one another. Oh, we know each other. What we got is we got Squirrel. We're so fortunate to have Squirrel and Everywhere Eddie in one spot. in the same box, That's bro. right. That's right. the same place. Squirrel, what's up? And I just did the burnout competition. Yeah, was you, you over did. there? We, yeah, it was we, me over there. Yeah, we smelled your smoke. You smelled me? <laughs> the, the kid that was there first, I promised him I wouldn't blow my tire. So I let him win. Now I have no tire left. I'm telling you, I, I have cords showing through the tire. There's barely, barely cords showing through the tire. But you know what? It's all about... I, I plugged the event, I plugged Trump, I plugged what's right on. going on. I said, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like doing this here right now. It's about getting out of the box because that's what it's that's all right. about. Getting out yep. of the box. Getting out, out of the box. box. Out of the out box. Out of the box. And you know what? Out of the box where Jesus rocks. When that dude was here, he didn't stay in the box. And the only difference between me, me and that other dude and everybody else here with the bike was we chose to go do that. Right. So I'm challenging everybody in the in the sound of my voice to choose to make sure in November you go do what you got to do. And you oh, made yeah. the right choice to be here. We don't need Bloomberg and Hillary. <laughs> no, no. We need Trump again. So how are you going to make it back without with a, with a tire down the court? Tire's not gone, but listen to this, it will be. Because oh. we came in and out so many times, and and we have that bike in a bike show. Right. Trying to get it back to the bike show in time. How are you going to get it back to across the bay with the bike? Well, no, no, no. I brought a trailer. I'm smart enough. Oh, <laughs> all right. I knew now like, the truth leaks out. Something like this might happen because I am a little squirrely, you know. <laughs> I didn't know that. What's your name again? So here I am. I'm like wearing a yellow shirt doing a burnout competition. My shirt's kind of ruined, okay? But on the way in and out, the, the people at the back said, man, we don't get to see nothing. I said, really? Can I do a burnout when I leave? And the guy went, yes. Well, guess what? I think I have this much tire left. I know I'm only on the oh, radio, but this much. <laughs> he is this, holding his forefinger and thumb very close. This much. That much. Oh that much God. tire left. You can't put paper between. It's holding air, and that's it. But thank you, Jesus. My trailer's like 50 feet from the entrance. There you go. Wow. So they are going to get something before I leave, I guarantee you. <laughs> So, uh, so you guys know one another. We've known each other for many years. You, anybody can think back far, that far to where you guys met, how you guys got to know uh, one another? It's been, oh, where was it? I don't know, but you're... Was you're, it a Waffle House? I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> it Waffle House. He's, I'm just curious. One third in the morning. Yeah. Oh, my God. Eddie, Eddie, everybody Eddie Waffle is House, a little yeah. older than me. I'm only $29.95, so he probably won't remember. But neither Tax included. I I, but we've known uh, each other for... I don't know, Eddie. I yeah, don't remember when I first met you. It's been so it's long. It's been years. It's been a long time. I don't. I don't know if it was an event. I don't know where it was. But I'm shy. It so who knows where it was? Yeah, you're right? shy. You're shy. Yeah, really? We could tell you right shy. Thunder by it the could, Bay. It could have been Thunder <laughs> by the Bay. But who knows? Because I meet a lot of people. You know, I'm just, by the Bay over the years. I'm one of them kind of people that very few people actually know who I am because I'm so shy. My wife. <laughs> now the redhead cat over there. She's the one that's very outspoken. Uh -huh. and, really? You know, I can tell. Yeah. Everybody wants yeah. to hug her. Instead of me, I don't oh, understand yeah, I get that. I, 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 I think no. I might know why I have a theory, but I'm not going to give now. Eddie a hug. <laughs> hey, I want to challenge everybody out there. 
because here comes the squirrel's famous line, and we don't know how it's going to have the twist to it. Does, does it result in me hugging your old lady? Because that's all. It, I it doesn't know. matter. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care where she gets her appetite to eat as long as she comes home for dinner. There you go. It's all good. She started it, over it, there. No, she's already over there. Okay. Oh my God, Eddie, what do you got that I don't have? Because I want it. The right position. <laughs> This <laughs> made the trip from the Keys worth it. I so let me leave this with you all because I got to get back to the bike show because I want to win something, okay? <laughs> let me leave this with you all. Anybody that's ever ridden a motorcycle knows that you cannot keep moving forward unless you're balanced. You will tip over. Here, here. And you cannot stay balanced unless you're moving forward. Testify. So leave it at that. Oh, no, I'm not going to leave it at that. How about speed bumps? How did we I know that? Speed bumps. How did everybody know? We had some speed bumps on the way down here. Let me tell you something. One of my bikes, I slammed it so low to the ground that when I drive over a speed bump, I get stuck. <laughs> stuck. So I learned that you got to hit them speed bumps wide open or you got to hit them at an angle. You hit them at an angle, it's still scary because the bike wobbles. I actually was stuck on a speed bump one time. Couldn't get off. The bike was so big it was a dresser. I had to wait till somebody came and got me and all I kept doing was looking back waiting for this guy to get here. You told me never to look back. Never look back. <laughs> Life is also a journey of speed bumps. When you hit it, hit that sucker wide frickin' open. Go. Then you don't have to look and back. And never, right? never, never look back. Stand tall, the ride free, never look back. Here. <laughs> Thank right. you, Squirrel. We appreciate it. Thank you, brother. So honored to have yeah. everywhere Eddie. Awesome. And the one and only, the Squirrel. <laughs> the and his cat. And his cat. Yep. <laughs> Thank well. you, guys. Thank you all so much. Well, it's been great. Yep. Thank you for uh, having me on. Oh, uh, man, everywhere. It's been our pleasure, buddy. All right. Can't wait for your trip to continue. It was just so amazing to have Eddie and Squirrel and both at the same time. That was great. Thank you what both so much. So kind of shifting gears, moving on. We actually had a chance to talk to a biker from the upstate New York area. And coincidentally enough, he and Dutch just hit it off. So we're going to bring Jim up next to share a little bit of fun with everyone. Enjoy. Who do we have here? We've got Jim. Jim, where are you from? Greenville, New York. All right, great from Greenfield, New York, and Dutch, you're from that area, right? I'm, I'm from a dumpster nearby, Greenville, New York. All right, very good. So you guys were just singing, uh, what is that? Uh, uh, what do they call oh, it? Jingle? jingle for somebody? Yeah. Magilla Gorilla. Magilla Gorilla. And how do you guys know about Magilla Gorilla? Because we're old and we had no life as children. <laughs> we watch cartoons a lot. We watch cartoons a lot. Yes. <laughs> and so you, you guys have never met before. Is that correct? Correct. Well, we did five minutes ago. Right. Well, a couple of days ago when he was moping around. He was moping around. <laughs> moping you, saw, around. you saw him, Jim. What was he doing was moping, moping around? He was just plain lazy. He was lazy. <laughs> Watching everybody else work. So exactly. the, the definition of lazy. All right. Here's what I want to do. I want to hear that song again, though. I want to hear the jingle. Yeah, let's get a space in between. Yeah, that's a quiet wait. We're live here from Thunder by the Bay, and we've got Jim here from uh, upstate New York. Would that be a right way to say it? Jim's right. All right. All right. So for our audience on video, we want to make sure we capture the audio of these two singing a very cool cartoon song from back in the day, as Dutch would say. These guys know the same cartoon song. I haven't heard it. Deb I hasn't heard it. Yeah. But Deb, so. you know, she's How old anyway. are you and Deb if you haven't heard Miguel Gorilla? Well, I'm older than you, so. Well, then you should maybe, know Miguel Gorilla. Maybe they only did it up north or that's something. Right. Maybe no, that's right. No? We were out maybe west, why, yeah. I want to know Nation why wide. you don't know Miguel Gorilla. Maybe, my, my, parents, yes, maybe right. my parents didn't let me watch Jim it. Jim is right. Jim is right. It was on Cartoon Network. 
in, on Saturdays. We I never had Cartoon Network when I was younger. Uh, the poor little gorilla was in a... Yes. I don't know. He was in a pet store, Mr. Peebles. Nobody wanted to buy the poor guy. Right. <laughs> okay. That? No, no, I don't. I don't. Oh, my God. They lack compassion. We do. Lack compassion. <laughs> a poor Not, now we're, we were degenerates. No, the, we were degenerates <laughs> the other day. And now we're compassionate. The other day, and now we lack compassion. Yeah. So. so let's go ahead and have them sing their famous gorilla song. My best. Okay. Right. And a little bit more energetic this time because yeah. now you guys are live on Facebook. This is going worldwide. No. <laughs> All right. Ready? One, you guys did great. Jim, you're taking the lead. Three. This is not a Jim liar. Go ahead. We got a gorilla, gorilla for sale. Miguel, a gorilla for sale. Won't you buy him? Take him home and try him. Gorilla for sale. See in the window. Miguel, a gorilla. Full of charm and appeal. Handsome, elegant, intelligent, cheap. You're right. He's really ideal. Don't you want a little gorilla you could call your own? A gorilla will be with you when you're all alone. That's right, Mr. Peebles. Mr. Peebles is a creep. Mr. Peebles is going to, like, put him in the zoo. But no, he had to hold on to him because he wanted a dollar. Yeah. But you know what? Jim was saying Mr. Peebles was his favorite. So you're no. not being very kind to him. He's our guest. <laughs> but then I did hear Jim say, no, 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 no. Miguel was like a, he just, he like fell for everything. He sat in that window and just like did nothing. He ate bananas. <laughs> but he did eat bananas. But he could like promote himself and made himself important. But no, he waited and waited and waited for somebody to recognize him. <laughs> huh. Well, that's great. You guys had that in common. I wonder what else you might have in common. We're from New York. So what else? They're both old. Get a little bit closer together. <laughs> same barber. You gotta lift up your hat, Jim. You go to the same there barber. There you go. You go to the same barber. Same All right. <laughs> there you go, brothers from another mother. No, I do it myself. Oh damn. <laughs> we don't go to the same barber. <laughs> So you guys were talking earlier, right? You guys are from the same area. You guys know the same places Around and some of the Orange same things. New York, yes. Yep. And uh, Jim's been writing for quite some time. Jim, tell us a little bit about your writing. Just step closer to the mic if you would. There you go, Jim. Uh, back in 94, I bought a bike and rode around for until 2006 when uh, <laughs> felt kind of dizzy. Went to the doctor. Long story short, I had a Teflon aorta, double bypass. Wow. Uh, artificial valve. So now I'm looking at trike. Now you're looking All at right. trike. All right. So you, you, you've got the itch. You need to get back on the road. That's right. That's Just right. Getting the itch. And you've been riding how many years? Uh, probably 35 Before years. that. 35 yeah. years. Yeah. And he's still riding, though. Yeah. He is. The doctor said you can't ride anymore. So what did he do? He bought a trike. <laughs> oh, he wants to get a trike. He's going to buy still one. He's going to ride. Yeah. Well, he told me, he said, well, he said I could. He said, you can have a couple beers, but ain't no such thing as a couple beers. <laughs> so I don't drink at all. Oh, wow. Oh, Good wow. I'm like somebody else over here. Yeah. <laughs> There's... I don't know who he's talking about in this tent. <laughs> I find this offensive. Who's he talking he's in, about? He's in a good mood now. I wonder what's 
so if if you don't know by now we are at thunder by the bay thunder and the bay, we yeah. have been so excited to meet lots of bikers and but a lot, of new, people, a lot yeah. of new people but jim has actually been hanging out right next door to us yeah, he's very helpful every every yep. buggy over there has been helpful every, these guys yep. been, they got a little booth here a lot of great goodies over here so if absolutely you're around, town, so those. if you're around you come on out rmh lasting impressions so if you're missing the fun come on out and yet jim he was over there he helped us right on he actually moved deb and i out of the way just like really like forcefully moved us out of the way and had to help, come help us set up the lights so he could hang so in the lights done right us. yeah he, 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 he knew was, i wasn't gonna do it yeah, he knew Doug <laughs> wasn't gonna do it and he was in pain watching us do it so so but we thank him for that because he was great it was great to have Dutch all that help watching. Dutch, Dutch was, was watching, watching. <laughs> he was observing and supervising from a distance time. yeah just let me do it that's, it. More than that's right I did my part then i sat in that chair good right? yeah. <laughs> absolutely right so jim tell us about uh maybe uh i don't know how about one of your most memorable ride right do you have one yeah, of those an adventure right we were riding up in lake placid i believe and we going around this nice turn nice and smooth no cars around and it was like a commercial an eagle came down and came right down and went oh, we both ducked down it was right by like that oh it awesome. shit it was awesome it was, was that like, where that would be phenomenal that. oh my yeah, god yeah right that is beautiful that was like that's all i can say I mean, if, you, if you haven't been that part of New York State, it's beautiful, right? Yeah, yeah. The Adirondacks? Yeah, very beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So now we know when we go who to connect with to make sure oh, we get yeah, the best right. riding ever. So, yep, we will certainly be sure and do that. That's what questions do you have for Jim that you guys have in common that you might 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 be able to find some other cartoon characters that you guys really enjoy together? I do have a question. Do you really think I'm that lazy? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing better now. <laughs> he doesn't think he knows. Oh, <laughs> I just said that. No, he's right. <laughs> he wasn't feeling. He was under the weather. He was under the weather. That's he's right. Under so. The weather. You were, we and you were. were you were really pushing it hard to be no, out I'm here. Just lazy. But today you you had a breakthrough, and it appears. I did. <laughs> yeah. I think he sparked up a little. Chuck <laughs> really yes, yeah. I did. And Chuck brought me some very, very, very good iced tea. <laughs> yeah, iced tea. Food by the natural sun of the Kentucky mountains. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's one of your favorite riding spots up north there, Jim? Been to Henderson uh, Harbor? No, never heard of it. By Alex Bay or anything like that? Ale Alexandria Bay? Yes. Yeah, we do, we actually went there. That's a beautiful. Is we that a beautiful spot or what? My wife loved it because we went oh, to Hart's Castle. Yes. Oh. Hart Castle. Well, tell us about that because yeah, I'm not familiar I'm with not that. I'm not familiar with the area. Is it a real so. castle? Yes. Yeah, it really real is. Castle. I forget exactly who the million millionaire was or multi-millionaire. He built this castle, enormous, with an indoor swimming pool, giant, like years ago. And his wife, unfortunately, passed away. Yep. And then he stopped building it. But okay. They toured, let you tour through it, and it's like amazing. No kidding. It's like amazing is all I can say. There's a ferry that goes to it. So you just show up there. You go for. They take you for a tour. How does it work? You go. You go on a boat. And they take you to the park castle. Wow. And then. Uh, Pay like twelve bucks and you go all around. It's yeah. Great. Can you drink and eat there, or just tour the cat? What's the? Uh, 
was a while ago. I yeah. So maybe something, you know, because sure I was thinking was. about Solomon's Castle. Do they have food? No, that's way, that's down Sarasota. You're talking about. Yeah, but I'm I just equating it. To that, but he's right. What it was was a man, that, he's the founder of the Astoria Hotel in New York City. Uh huh. And he built this castle for his wife, Catherine. Okay. And he's in the middle of building it, like Jim said. And Catherine passed away. And he stopped building it. Indoor and he, swimming pool. Oh, and everything. Bowling alley. What, what year? Like in the, it was ancient. Well, you didn't see indoor swimming pools. Uh, yeah. And he sold it to the Canadian government as a promise okay, they that, would never exploit it or rebuild it, which, of course, the Canadian government okay. did. Right. Yeah. Because exactly. that, that was interesting. That's what I was going to ask. So who picked it up that's going to, you know, that keeps it alive or keeps it there? So you explained that. So that's good. The county, I, he may know that. Yeah. Even across from that, there's a boathouse with antique boats in there and everything yeah. else. Yep. Really nice. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. I, I've been there a couple of times. And, just so because the can Canadian... You on that boat? <laughs> I passed the background check. They, they did roll their eyes at me a little bit and say, all right, really? So the, right. the, does the boat start in the U.S. and then go over to Canada? I, I, I don't know. It's in U.S. It I does. Don't know. It starts well, in the U.S. Canada. Okay. But you said Canada border. I think but it does. Right. It goes into the Canadian border. You look at the other islands. It's Thousand Islands of what it is. All right. But it's on the U.S. side, right? Yep, it is. Okay. And then eventually the announcer of the boat will say, you're now in Canadian waters. Oh, okay. And you jump in the ocean. Oh, my God. Well, see, that's why I find it interesting because you're saying that the Canadian government took it over, but it's in the U.S., so. Well, the Canadian government took over that Bolt Castle. Okay. Because he donated that for free and said, he right. was very romantic and said, uh -huh. as long as you don't exploit it and build on it and all that, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, the Canadian government said, screw you, we're going to make money off it. Oh geez. Uh, so what else do we got here? Somebody help me out because there's a lot to learn about Jim while we're sitting here. Bull BSing. Uh, Jim knows more about Jim than Dutch does. So you know. Oh, there That's you go. My sister over there. Throw one out for us. Which one? In the green's my sister. The one who tried to pretend she was my age. You're not my age. Whatever. Liar. <laughs> my wife, Tammy, she's the one that went to Bolt Castle, our castle. Oh, another beautiful lady. How old are you, Tammy? Don't tell me you're 50 because I don't believe you. 29. 29. I believe that. I Very believe good. That. Wish I could be 29 again. So do I, knowing what I know now. <laughs> I remember. That was right before I was no longer invincible. <laughs> so now you realize you're not invincible, right? I didn't. Didn't I get married at 29? Yeah. Now yeah. I'm no longer invincible. So when the other gym, not this one, comes yeah. by, yeah, tells the, one with the, the yellow slicker, the one with the orange vest, that's oh, right, the one with the orange vest that lies. Yeah. Who's going to tell lies? Apparently, lies apparently. Yeah. Lies. Yeah. Nothing about anything. Does he ever tell the truth at all? No. And I'm <laughs> on the record for that. I mean, I think he might. I because I need to make sure he tells the truth. He tells the truth. <laughs> I've always believed in. So I guess now I'm uh, supposedly didn't know I was invincible. Yeah. I got married when I was 19. 19. I'm still married to the same girl. Well, wow. I, I, I really don't think the, the marriage but makes. I was still. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I don't think it's the marriage that makes you invincible. Uh, I think it's the age that finally you realize that you're not invincible. Because 19, I was invincible. I would imagine you were invincible. Uh, I was invisible. I think. 
probably right 29 I started to mellow out a little bit no, and it was about the same oh really <laughs> was that what you called it 49. is that not true Dab 49 uh, Dab do you want to chime in on this I know I'm like oh. really <laughs> mellowing out yeah I think it was probably closer to the 49 mark and it oh, might really? have even been okay, well Deb's like the last I've, year I never have been very good with numbers <laughs> so you still think you're invincible <laughs> no oh. unfortunately not uh. I can be can be hurt real easy now. <laughs> Look, just carrying some things here to this uh, event has been painful. Yes, <laughs> I don't know what happened to my powers. Actually, in my mind, I still do think I'm invincible, right, Deb? Remember yes. the boat ride? That's my point. Yeah. Well, oh, I do, and that's what's going to really probably be my, my demise. You see, we'll tell a story. We were on a boat. Of, we were at, what, Idaho? Yes, in Coeur We're in Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> it's a great story because Deb's mom is right. What do you call it? She's Piloting captain. the boat. She's captain okay. of the boat. So she's navigating the vessel. Navigating the vessel. Yeah. Thank you, Jim. I love it. Thank you, Jim. So the mother-in-law is navigating That's the right. vessel. That's yes. right. That is a good story. Oh, wait till wow. you hear it. It gets good. It gets better. Well, so she pulls out of the docking area, right? Oh, then she throws the throttle all the way forward, right? So the boat starts taking off. I mean, it's going, right, Deb? It's all It's taking off. And she hey, freaks out, right? Does yeah. she freak out? Yeah. She panics and doesn't know what's going on, so the boat just keeps going and going and going. Well, it's going right for another boat. So Mr. Invincible Me actually thinks I'm going to stop this. So I go to the front of the boat as the boat's putting, and I think I'm going to reach over with my hand and stop the boat from colliding with the other boat. True story, right, Deb? True story. I uh, thought I was invincible. It, it did not work. <laughs> no. I thought I was. No, it's the S. I don't have the S on anymore. <laughs> I thought for sure I was Superman. Yeah, the orange water that, that sort of enlightened me a little bit. But yeah, true story. I really did that, and I got hurt. Yeah, craziness. And that was way before. Oh, and then they dropped the ladder in, and I dove after it. Who was I? You were Chuck Bell. That's right. Sakes. Superman. Yeah. You were on the Hudson. We were on the Hudson. We all had boats. I still have a boat. And long story short, my buddy's in the boat. Pretty good sized guy. Not as big as Dutch, but I'll know what he is. And uh, he goes, oh, I forgot to put the plug in. This oh, is while no. I was invincible. I dove out of the boat in the middle of the Hudson and put the plug back in. Oh, and I was able to climb back in. Oh, oh I hear you climb back in, yes. no doubt. Yes. Well, you saved the day there because That's otherwise sure. it'd be all down to the bottom of the water right now. The Hudson, yeah. right? Yep. yep. We went from Newburgh all the way through the uh, Manhattan Island by the Statue of Liberty. Came back out, went all the way out to Buoy 32. Caught a whole bunch of fish. Come back. That was like a three-day adventure. Nice. See? Slept right on the boat and everything. The yep. New Yorkers are badass. <laughs> I guess so. All on 64 and a half gallons of gas because my buddy kept saying, you don't need no more gas. You'll make it. You'll make it. And it only holds 65. Oh, oh wow. gosh. 64 and a half gallons of fuel when we got back. Oh, like talk nothing about like pushing it, pushing oh, it to God. the limit. Oh, yeah. man. Sounds familiar. That was fun. That was yeah. Fun. Sounds like a great time. You thought us New Yorkers were wimpy, right? I did. I really thought you were all that now, way. Now that we're down here, <laughs> I'm down here. And tubing on uh, Swinging Bridge. Oh, okay. And tubing, my God. Oh, God, that was a lot of fun. Tubing as in tubing turn. down? You, no, no, you're jumping up. In a, go ahead. Go you're jump. behind the boat? Yep. You're behind the boat with a... In what? In a tube. Tube. Yes. And okay. And it's got a rope on it. Yes. And you let go of the steering wheel. What I used to do is I'd let go of the steering wheel. I'd move my skeg on the outdrive to one side, so when you let go of the wheel, it would kind of go in a circle. Right. So I just had it floored and went in a circle, and the guy would like slingshot right out. 
Oh if my gosh. Big guy, then again, not as big as Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving Jim every Dutch day. Dutch the places. <laughs> he flew off the, the vet, the, the tube, and his vest was inside. Oh. Oh, funny. Ah, the good old days. Yeah. yeah. Now I went for a little ride with my grandson, with my buddy just trolling along with his boat, and it was like holding on before, like, shh, 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 big time, hard, whoa, 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 Oh, yeah, and my wife, she lost her top. She didn't want to get up. Let <laughs> me repeat that part again. My wife lost her top. <laughs> he doesn't. Oh, boy. His yeah. wife lost her top. Right. There's a visual. Go. Many yeah. moons ago. Yeah. So explain to us where you live up in New York and what you were surrounded by and uh, a little bit about that, if you would, Jim. It's, uh, we're right by High Point where New York, New Jersey, and uh, Pennsylvania meet. It's the highest point, I believe, in that area. There's a park there and a tower. It's Great right. place, Delaware River. Oh, you can tube down the Delaware River. I love Del <coughs> Delaware County. It's a beautiful county. For yeah. sure. Go to Jersey to get cheaper gas. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Where'd mommy go? I sent her to, uh, I saw a really, uh, really good looking young lady walk by and I asked Deb oh, to go see what she could do to bring her by. Uh, because, you know, I just thought it would be very good for the conversation. Yeah, actually, I think it might have been, Dutch. Well, that was a good conversation. I, I'm too busy just trying to keep myself, you know, here in the moment. Exactly. It's difficult sometimes. I've had a sip of my drink in I know. Half an hour. Is there anything in it other than ice? I know. what Deb say? Really? You think you drink all of that? <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake I heard far away. Yeah. Deb, what would you say earlier at the house? Really? Are you think you're going to drink all that? What would you say? Yeah. Do you really think you're going to drink all that today? <laughs> And I didn't mean like by two o'clock, but if that happens, no, that, hey. That was understandable. You that guys was... just met, what, three minutes ago? <laughs> that was like nine o'clock it was gone, wasn't it? No, I understand. Wow. That. You guys haven't known each other that long, right? Yeah. <laughs> How Day long did we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, How couple long days. have we known each other? A couple of days, I think. Yeah, just a few. I don't <laughs> know. know that. Going on 29 yeah. years in a couple months, so hey. You know, most people get paroled after 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's still here voluntarily. Yeah. What do you think? My wife always says, uh, should have killed him 30 years ago. I'd have been out by now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're about ready to surprise Dutch. Oh, oh you, she heard it. She listened to it. Did you listen to it? No. Oh, but she told you. Okay, how you doing, Kurt? You know he's just, you know. Yeah, he, he was going to tell you. <laughs> so we got Kurt here and Terry. And it's good to see them. And uh, uh, Dutch, you can stay here, Jim, if you want. And uh, Dutch just mentioned Terry a week ago on the last week's show. No, that's not Jim. That's that's Kurt, otherwise known as Mankini. <laughs> yes. Are we still in the air? Yeah, we still we still are. Yeah, we still are recording. The one I spoke with last week. Now I know her name. <laughs> she remembers my name, but unfortunately, her husband's behind me. <laughs> the future I thought we'd have. Kind of time. <laughs> in my mind, it lasted a lot longer than that. But not 29 years. At least I fell asleep. It was probably the best. What Dutch? I don't know. Seconds of my life. <laughs> well, you guys are great, and uh, you guys having a good time. You're back for the second day. Oh God. Yeah. Well, that's good. I don't know what that's like. I was going to ask if you, if Dutch had any idea what that meant. 
<laughs> Get your camera, let's follow him. There we go, it's a perfect spot. Love you guys. I oh, love you too, thanks a lot. Good seeing you guys as always. Alright, have a good time folks. Alright, always, oh, that was great. Great seeing them. Nice little treat for you, on huh, Dutch? Yes, except she's gone. <laughs> she's gone. I thought she would marry me. <laughs> I guess when you're married, you have no interest in the guy who wants to marry you. The limitations are very well, well limited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and take a little break. I think we need to get a little fresher, and we'll be right back. Sounds good. By the way, Jim, thanks for being here. We appreciate you, man. Yeah, uh, thank we'll you, Jim. Okay, well, we hope that you enjoyed the show as much as we enjoyed it while we were there at Thunder by the Bay. And thanks so much for Thunder by the Bay for having us and for the Suncoast Charities for Children. We hope that it was a fantastic event for you guys. So, Debbil, take us out. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and on our website at BikerLifeRadio.com. Thank you again, and we'll see you again soon. You've been listening to Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb, heard each Wednesday afternoon right here on 1490 AM, WWPR. We thank you for listening and invite you to join us next week. Hi, this is Chuck with the Chuck and Deb Show. If you'd like to be a sponsor on our show, please contact us at 216-7625. That's 216-ROCK. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you. Thank you.